show in tonight. Yes, I did. And you know who this is. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah, you know who this is. <laughs> what, what was it? B.F. Lavelle, we call him? Uh, Byron F. Lavelle or yeah, something? Yeah, that's it. Byron M.F. and Lavelle. <laughs> Byron, first time in studio, right, man? Yes, it is. Now, we was talking before we got started that you had the record for a while for uh, guest appearances. Yes, I did. And I think somebody else tied you. And this should be the tiebreaker right here. I, I, I'm, but I'm trying to remember who the other uh, two-timer was. Do you remember, John? No. For some reason, it's not... Uh, of course, I ain't, I ain't been around here a whole lot on the podcast. Yeah, it's been I mean, a little while, but mm-hmm. I can't... Now I'm off, it's, it's going to bug me to figure out who it was. <laughs> but this should put you back firmly in the, re, in the lead, Byron. It, it needs to. And I, it needs, I need to stay there. I need to stay there. <laughs> One of your biggest fans... <laughs> but yeah, it's not the biggest. I, fan. I think I am the biggest fan. <laughs> you probably are. You I probably am. are. I, I look. I don't know. And I'll, I'll edit out what section that you're in. What what town in Ohio are you in? Oh, ain't nobody gonna find me. You ain't got that. I'm in Tesla. <laughs> come find me, okay? If you want, come see me. After I'm to find out. <laughs> it's time to fafo, baby. <laughs> yeah, don't. I actually what got they one of those do? patches on my motorcycle vest. <laughs> one yeah. of Fafo patches. <laughs> yeah, the 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 um the lead guy from the No, seriously, broke that out. I don't want them to come after me. <laughs> <laughs> I got you covered, man. Yeah. You, are you around the Maslin area? Yes, I am. So I think he is the biggest fan because when I look at Ohio, which I think I don't have to pull it up. I don't have to do some editing here. Oh, you got your demographics, huh? Yeah, we can pull right up the let's pull up the demographics here. Yeah, look at there. Ohio's our number one area. Maslin is number two oh, in Ohio. Columbus? Yeah, Columbus is number one. Oh, I'm about to listen to you even more now. <laughs> Here's the thing. Columbus. I don't know a single person in Columbus. Me neither. Mm-mm. Well, okay, my my auntie. She lives in Columbus, but she wouldn't listen to this for sure. She wouldn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't listen to this show. <laughs> She'd be like, this is racist. <laughs> This is <laughs> Why would you be on that show, Byron? Bunch of, bunch of bunch of hillbillies. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Look at this. Uh, Texas, uh, it's a number four area. They've been out. Uh, that outranks West Virginia. And I know. Oh, wow. I think I know uh, maybe two people in Texas. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And it's people I've I, the one guy I met in DC at a rally that shall not be named. <laughs> the Why other, not? The <laughs> bad one. Because it wasn't the bad one. FBI. <laughs> <laughs> this one was in November, I do believe. I did skip the. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Thank so God. We didn't go to January sixth. I skipped January sixth. That's right, you did. You went in November, and then we both. Went I was in there December. in November, and I, yeah, in December. And, you got raided. Uh, oh my lord! It, it could have gotten. <laughs> So freaking bad. 
But yeah, I met a guy there when I was there in November, I think it was, and kind of kept up with him a little bit. You know, we, we kept in touch. And um, then I've, I've been talking to one of the fans of the show. And me and him, you know, we, we exchange voice messages. I hate typing out stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll send voice messages back and forth on Facebook every couple of days or so. And I think that is just about the only people I know in Texas. <laughs> but they're I number four I, demographic for us. <laughs> I know. I don't know anybody in Texas. So you have, you are in West Virginia and you're. West Virginia's number six for us. West Virginia, what's going on? I know. Four percent of our listeners are in West Virginia. Three percent in DC. <laughs> FBI. That's all the FBI. Yeah, yeah the FBI listens. <laughs> and the CIA. <laughs> That's all the FBI listens in DC. Goodness gracious. Way wow. to mark us down as domestic terrorists. I repeat, I was not at January sixth. <laughs> Neither well, was that, I. <laughs> well, that one guy I know, he was there. He tried to tell, because of course they come, the FBI come talking to him, and he tried to tell him that uh, his phone got stolen, and that that's why his phone was tracked out there. But then he had videos of himself walking out of the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well, that don't work." <laughs> I was in my alibi ain't working, boys. <laughs> <laughs> there. There's some weird stuff going on with that whole January 6th. Oh, yeah. For sure. I don't know all the details behind it, but I just get these little um, bits and pieces occasionally. Like the people that's getting held there. There was a guy. I listened to Tim Poole. He's based out of uh, West Virginia here somewhere. And he had a guy on, and this guy, he got hit with, he had to make a plea deal. The only thing he did was stand there in video outside of the Capitol, and they tried to say that, there was a voice that you could hear on the video, and this guy says it wasn't him. And the FBI was, say, was saying, you were the one saying that. that <clears throat> somebody hollered, take this guy's shield. It was a cop. had one of his right shields. Somebody hollered, take his shield. And the FBI was like, that was you. And he's like, no, it's not. And like, yeah, it was. And you're being charged with, they were charging him with, uh, he would have got like 20 to 30 years mm, if he would have got convicted. And here's, here's the weird thing. The FBI has like a 99%, or the, just the federal government. With their prosecutors and stuff, they have like a 99% conviction rate. Ain't nobody got that kind of conviction rate. Nobody's got that kind of rate. But basically goes to show when you get, when these guys get uh, charged, you take the plea deal. Oh, You're not going to beat that. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Yep. But see, the thing about it is nobody's talking about, they have wall-to-wall coverage. Most um, like CNN and MSNBC have wall-to-wall coverage on on those... um, January 6th series. Nobody's watching that. I'm not watching it. No, I'm not watching it. No. I mean, there's there's more problems out there besides, right? you know, a couple of people went, went on an unofficial tour right. of the Capitol. I mean, I'm paying, <laughs> I'm paying, you know, $8 a gallon for That's gas. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we, I bought, just bought chicken at KFC and I had to pay $56 for 25 pieces. Right. It's like, really? Right. So we're worried about just, nobody cares about January sixth. Nobody, nobody cares about it. Fix this inflation that y'all say that it's not you know whose fault, Biden's fault. Oh, he's blaming Putin. <laughs> yeah. Well, the economy's doing so good that's why everything's went up. Yeah. No, that's not true. Like you said, I, I don't care about January sixth. It doesn't bother me a bit. To me, there were some guys who got uh, <laughs> you know took the unofficial tour, got overzealous, did something I wouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else? Those uh, those clowns on the left burnt down cities all summer long. 
You know, mm-hmm. I don't yeah, care. It should have been it. shouldn't have been treated no differently, but it was because it, it was, was treated. It was the wrong side. Yeah, yes, that's what usually happens. It's the wrong side. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. John, we had something happen to us Jesus. yesterday. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and this is your this is your guys' fault. That was a hard segue too. Is what that was? Yeah, it was very hard. <laughs> I'm I'm not a big uh, person seeing ghosts behind every tree, mm. but I've seen several ghosts behind several trees. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> tell people what this. Just give them this background. You tell them the story. What kind of background? Oh, just to, so there's a house that that I used to live in, that my grandpa, your grandpa. Used to live in, um, and it the crazy activity, I guess you'd call it. Yeah, started what forty years ago before they ever built the house. I think so. Yeah, uh, it was just a basement that was dug, and they's already hearing like uh, footsteps and stuff on the roof. Because our great great, our, <laughs> let me try it again. Our, <laughs> our great grandpa, yeah, hit it, bar. <laughs> I like how you even knew what button it was. Oh, I knew what button it was. <laughs> yeah, I've been pushing every button trying to find mine. Like I know that button. Nope, I got memory. <laughs> First time he's seen the rig, he knows what button it is. Yeah. <laughs> so our great grandpa, he lived in that basement for a little while while they were like it was still getting. Um, there wasn't no top on the house, basically, right? No, they they dug the basement, and then, if I understand it correctly, then they moved a single wide trailer in on top of the basement, mm-hmm. and then, <laughs> Pap is the crazy idea guy as he was. He built a house around the trailer and then pulled the trailer out. Of the house. <laughs> so yeah, they they dug the basement out, and then our great grandpa was living in that basement. Our pap was the was the perfect redneck with stuff like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely was. Had a bunch of junk sitting around, but if he needed some, he just went to the that little junk pile, got what he needed, welded yeah. it together, and it worked. Now, I also have a lot of junk sitting around, but I can't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> and I know where nothing is. He would know where stuff is. So we were up there at his house, and I, I lived there for about, how long did I live there? Three years, maybe? I think it was about three years. Something like that. He passed away. My grandma passed away in that house. And so we're up there kind of buttoning up some odds and ends. Explain your side of the story. Explain what happened. <laughs> I don't know. We can kind of. Well, maybe we should go back to what Missy saw. Oh, Missy saw it too. Oh, yeah. She saw something oh, like, yeah. a, like, <laughs> like two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, this ain't nothing new, Byron. <laughs> this has been going on for a while. I remember I was sitting. And there's these doors. So there's. There's these windows beside the front door, and I don't know if it's like French windows. I don't know, but it's one of those. You got your front door, and then there's two little narrow windows beside. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Which is freaking retarded because when somebody knocks on the door, they lean around and look at those windows, <laughs> yeah. which is what I definitely don't want to happen because I'm probably standing in there in my boxer shorts, <laughs> you know, or oh, worse, shotgun. <laughs> 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 the perfect picture of a redneck. Yeah. But anyways, we were sitting there in the living room, and Miss was kind of, so I was sitting on the couch. Miss was standing up. We were having a conversation about something, and she's looking out those windows as we're talking, and all of a sudden, I see her face get freaking terrified, and she's like, 
Oh, my Lord. She said, I just saw your grandma out there. Well, she'd been dead for like at least three years at this point. And the look in her eye was like, you could tell she wouldn't fake it. And then she started crying. Like, she got so scared. She's like, I just saw your grandma, like, floating across the front porch. And uh, so that freaked me out a good bit. And then I would have these things when I was, like, when I was sleeping up there. And I noticed it definitely in the, the main room, like, in the living area. You'd lay there, and I'd be falling asleep, and I'd either hear, like, a on the wall, like somebody just, you know, took their knuckles and pecked on the wall. And it, it would be just as I was falling asleep, so I'd, like, snap awake and wasn't sure if I'd actually heard it or not, mm-hmm. you know, that whole thing. And uh, I'd either hear that <clears throat> or I would feel this thing. I, I wouldn't hear it, but I would get this sensation of, like, somebody getting right down in your face and just going, ooh, like that. So you'd be falling asleep, and all of a sudden you just snap. It's like, what in the world was just in my face? <laughs> but you were so close to falling asleep, you would kind of, you know, rationalize your way out of it or I was just, you know, I was just dreaming or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the background of what happened up there. Then we went there yesterday and mm-hmm. I saw a freaking cat. <laughs> yeah, we was, <laughs> we miss had, had, had all the stuff stacked in the, in the living room that she wanted, all the rest of the stuff. Mm-hmm. We was in there just getting ready to, she was just making sure it was everything she wanted. We was getting rid of the empty boxes. And all of a sudden, I just hear Phil say, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I had just said something that I thought was, I thought was funny, so I thought, I thought he was going to laugh at my joke, but that wasn't the case. And he, I said, what? He said, I just seen a cat run by me. I remember Miss asked, uh, asked me, she said, what, like a real cat? I'm like, no, not a real cat. <laughs> So now we have ghost cats. Yeah, man. Cat just comes streaking through. Dude, I was standing there. I'm standing there in the living room. And I see a cat look like about the size of my, because we got two black cats, look like Lester, Mm -hmm. come flying around the corner, like heading right for my feet. And you were like shining a flashlight because the power's off up there. You were shining a flashlight. And for a minute, I thought it was like Shadows playing tricks with me. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no, that's not the shadows. Because you kept shining the flashlight and never saw that again. But it looked like this cat just come, I mean, just hauling high end. <laughs> <laughs> Around this corner. Dude, I mean, just, just, just carried it. And then he just like disappeared. And never heard his footsteps, never heard nothing. And I remember hearing from, I don't know if he's a Catholic priest or an exorcist or whatever he was. Somebody I heard on maybe Coast to Coast or something like that. Mm-hmm. He said that sometimes demons will like show up as like black cats. He said you'll think you'll see in like a like a black cat. He's like, I ain't no black cat. He said he was in this lady's house one night. This couple they'd been having all kinds of trouble, and he said I kept seeing cats, like just out of the corner of my eye. And he said, finally I asked him like, how many cats do you have? Ga- do you do you have? And they're like, we ain't got no cats. <laughs> <laughs> So that, of course, when I saw that, that's what came to my mind. Well, see, we'd always, <clears throat> we'd been feeling uncomfortable up there for yeah, several years. You know, just, yeah. you'd almost feel like there's always something watching you or something like that. Well, and there's been a lot of, uh, I don't know, but tension around that whole situation, too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. So, 
you know, we go up there and we're constantly like snapping over our shoulders and looking around. Oh, yeah. Has that house been sold yet? Oh, no. No, it's it's tied up in like... Uh, Airship. Yeah. So it basically can't be sold. Oh. Yeah. It's basically just laying there collecting ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess now uh, because... They need you. They need and that house needs to be blessed or something. <laughs> I, I mean, next time you. you'll go over there, because I mean, if not, every demon spirit is gonna come in there and just think they can just run it. I and it's not gonna get sold. I think that's Maybe what they if you set a fire, it might burn the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah, but then where's them demons gonna go? <laughs> they will jump in the back of my pickup truck and follow me home. <laughs> I'm just riding down the road like a redneck. <laughs> So then I saw that. I was hesitant to tell you guys about it, but then I told you. And then I'm outside putting some stuff in the back of the truck, and you approach me with eyes about this big around. <laughs> <laughs> and so what did you What happened to you? We was carrying stuff out of there, out of the living room to your truck. And uh, I, you know, hadn't had any, hadn't experienced anything in there that, you know, would make me think, yeah, that's something in there, you know. Or even like a few taps on the wall or something. It's like, yeah, you know, the house has been abandoned for a couple of years, you know, mm-hmm. and it's going to settle and make creaky it's make noise. noise. Yeah. I was walking back up onto the porch, and you come through there toting a, a big old heavy bag like Santa Claus <laughs> over your shoulder. Oh, that was when? It, yeah. It spoke? Okay. And so I heard something in the in the grass over beside of me, but, I mean, there's grasshoppers all over there. So right. There, I didn't think nothing of it. And the grass was like six feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as I turned to get out of your way, something just right in my face, right in my face, (laughs) whispered four words, right? I mean, right here in my right ear. It was just right up in my face, and it whispered. I could tell it was four words, but I couldn't understand what it said. And so I just... Uh, stepped around the dog kennel and there was a a weed that was over touching that and so I, when I first heard that I was like eh you know didn't really think much of it I'm like there's got to be an explanation for this I tried to replicate the sound and I couldn't and then I four and words. then I immediately pooped my pants <laughs> four, four words okay. could have been five calling about your car warranty <laughs> <laughs> So you seriously, it was four words, but you couldn't tell what they were. They were four words whispered, but I couldn't understand what it was. And then mm. Missy came out of the house carrying a couple of pillows. And she said, hey, that rug in the living room is sitting on the recliner. It's the last thing in there. And so I... Well, I don't know what the four words were. What's that's that? my rug. <laughs> bleep. That's my rug. Bleep. <laughs> and my own rug. <laughs> I, I stepped over the threshold of the door and there was uh, footsteps walking in the living room in front of me. And this was right after you just heard the voice? Because mm-hmm. you went by me and then yeah. Miss went by me and then I walked in to get that rug. And it caught me off guard because there was three footsteps through the through the living room right in front of me. Right directly in front of you. Mm-hmm. And they were, like I say, they were like Big steps, mm-hmm. like four foot apart, because it went from right in front of me to like the middle of the living room and then to the other side. 
And then mm. it kind of startled me. You know, so I kind of fell back and caught myself on the door. And I'm like, I mean, I snatched that rug and out of there I come. <laughs> and then Phil is like, hey, sitting on a fireplace over there is that oil lamp I want to take with me. Can you get that? <laughs> I didn't know this would happen at this point. So I was a little brown streak. <laughs> I left a brown greasy stain through that living room. I grabbed that oil lamp and streaked it out the door. <laughs> so have you got have y'all got everything off this house? Pretty no. much. I gotta make a couple more stops up there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they gonna keep coming after you then. <laughs> it is kind of terrifying, I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I mean Okay, so I say terrifying. I mean, obviously, I'm a believer, so I, I believe I'm on a better team than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think they can still mess with you, and I don't want to be messed with. <laughs> we'll stop taking our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they have inherited that stuff because they've been there long enough. But what was funny was the way, like, you told me about this because our conversation, like, we weren't, we weren't, like, hysterical. or not. We weren't screaming, yelling up like that. We, we was just nervous, you know, and everybody's sure. kind of doing their thing. Sure. <laughs> I go to, hey, talk to me. <laughs> I'm trying to change the story, though. <laughs> but I remember you you walked out and you were just like uh, you were kind of grinning, but at the same it was one of those grins like uh, you look like that shell shock dude from World War One where he's just grinning like <laughs> look like Charles Manson, <laughs> yeah, like he couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, dude, something just talked to me. <laughs> I remember and then Phil poops his pants. <laughs> I remember just being like, beg your pardon? Because <laughs> you just said it always like that. You're like, yeah. And, because I thought that was it. And you're like, yeah, and something just walked in front of me in the living room. And, uh, yeah, now Miss didn't see anything that time. She's seen stuff other times. Now, mm-hmm. we were back up there today with some other members of the family, and they say they saw nothing. They said they smelled cigars. That's yep. another thing. Tell them about the smell. Well, it, that was something more yours there. I mean, we both... Yeah, true. And then, like today, that was all you. Okay, so this might be... There's going to be people... Um, if anybody's into the paranormal, they will probably make fun of us on this. Because <laughs> there could be dead mice around. However, if a mouse is dead, you constantly smell him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if there's a dead mouse in this room, he's going to smell for weeks. And mm-hmm. it's a very distinct... It's over. very distinct... We walked in, so we walked in through the main area, walked into one of the bedrooms. And uh, what's up there, my dear? You want in on this ghost story? You're listening to a ghost story. <laughs> we got a studio audience. Come here, grab a mic. So we're walking in through the main area. And I remember we went to walk into one of these bedrooms, just kind of look things over, right? Pause here, your story for do a we need, yeah, pause it for a minute. Let's. Uh, Let's grab another one out of here. Take a commercial break. Take a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> There's Mrs. Headphones right there. Well, won't you keep using that? <laughs> what in the world? Is that ghost coming through here? No. <laughs> no. Probably <laughs> you're taking her stuff. I would come home with you. I would come home with you. my stuff. <laughs> Taking oil lamps and, uh-huh. and thousand, thousand year old carpets. There's <laughs> oh a flying carpet. That was, that was All right, do we have one. everybody hooked up finally? Yeah. I think so. We're actually good, anyway. There we go. 
Are we, we back? We got Oh, we're back. We never. We actually never left. That's why we'll be decided in post. <laughs> oh, okay. That was the most entertaining part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> What's Howard Stern got? We ain't got. <laughs> Where's he here? I guess this will be edited. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah this will be edited. Where where was we even at? You just getting ready to talk about the smell. So now we got missing here. Which was a mixture Dude. of mine and your shorts. <laughs> right. So combination. The smoke was mine. <laughs> That was a good one. No. Dude. Well, first of all, is this like the biggest crew in studio we've had in a long, long time? I think so. I think so. We're up to four now. Yep. Okay. So we were talking about the smell in this house. Miss, we just went through the whole talking about, you know, getting scared crapless. Gotcha. You didn't see anything, right? I did not see anything at all, but I was not looking either. I was just doing my thing. Yeah. And I was out of there. You (laughs) saw things before. Yes. And we talked about how you thought you saw Gran up yep. there floating around. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah, that was my only experience really up there. That's your only one? Uh, minus the one with the gun where I went running downstairs. There you was thought somebody some was weird, downstairs one time. Yeah, there was weird noises banging along the far side of the house. And I went and took my gun. I never take my gun. Mm-hmm. And I took my gun down there. Scared half of my mind. Nothing was there. Okay. So, so you, that's my stories. That's your stories. Yes. I did see one other one before that. I. I was down in Big Pap's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I saw somebody walking up the driveway, but it was just one of those real quick, like um, mm-hmm. shadow, where you thought your eyes. Most of this is where I think my eyes are playing tricks on me. But then when you add it all up. Yeah. And then my eyes don't play tricks at me at, with me at my house. But you know what yeah, I mean? Okay. I was going to say, why is it it's happening at one area, though, which are multiple people, and then we come to our house and there's nothing at all? Mm-hmm. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's what gets me. Right. I think in review, what I'm seeing, you said you went over there at one time and nothing happened. Well, right. we worked. But then y'all two were doing it and then stuff happened. I think I messed with them on purpose. I think you're going to the house, stomping and snoring, <laughs> and say, hey, this is Phil and John. Hey, ghost. <laughs> the old ghost listen to Hillbilly Rock Band. <laughs> we're coming to take her. Come on out, ghost. <laughs> Right? <laughs> I ain't afraid of no dirt. And then when they actually come, see you messing with them. Leave them alone. Yeah. Yeah. Leave them alone. See, y'all, y'all look no good. Yeah. Y'all, are some, y'all are some mischievous some of them guns. Okay, okay there was one of these two over here. These two over here said one of them wanted to get a spirit box. I said that. Oh, are you I said that. Oh, I said that. They already stuck to him without the spirit box. Yeah. And we don't need it no more. What's he using about a spirit box? He yeah. whispered right in my ear. <laughs> Sweet you got a spirit box? Would you give him Amazon? No, he talked uh, about it. We never went oh, through yeah, it. No, I never got one. Yeah, thank but, God. Hey, I don't need one now. Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I figured I'd take you up there with me no, to try that. No, you're not. Because <laughs> y'all be stomping and stomping and... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Spark Brothers are here. Yeah. And we brought Byron. And we brought Byron. We brought the biggest MF up in here. What y'all gonna do right now? <laughs> It's gonna be like you know the movie Ghost. The moment we Ghost, they took that they took that black guy, took him away, right? That's just gonna happen. But isn't, isn't the black guy in all the movies the ones that dies first? Exactly. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? And then yeah. here's the deal. And then, and then Key and Peele makes 
you know, those are black um, uh-huh. actors and yeah. comedians. They make now they make ghost movies with uh, with black people in it. It's like no, that's that's fiction. Because <laughs> yeah. first of all, black folks ain't gonna be in no spooky house. <laughs> Some of the haunted houses, our boo Halloween is. That ain't real. There you go. No. So, so Byron, really, what needs? You're the one that can't go up there. Right. Exactly. (laughs) But the black dude always dies first. Exactly. So no. And Julie will be calling us all ticked off. Exactly. (laughs) She's gonna be ticked off when there's no life insurance coming to her. (laughs) She'll be sitting pretty, huh? No, she won't be. She, oh, she won't. The exact no. opposite. The exact Darn. opposite. I got it yet. You better get it. You're not getting any younger, right? Yeah, I guess so. I say get young. I have one on Phil. Uh-oh. Yeah, so if something happens to me, y'all know what happened. But it's, it's less than mine. So if I die, then. Ooh. Well, now we gotta watch both sides of this. Yeah, it's went from a ghost story to a true crime episode. Exactly. It's like Dateline. So where we were talking about the smell, mm-hmm. we went What's up there. That smell? Yeah, so it was it, it was some it smelled like something rotted, which could have been there's probably dead mice up there, right? I would not be surprised. But we walked back through the main area in this house, walked back to the bedroom. Nothing, right? Just smelled like a musty house, mm-hmm. right? When we walked out of there, all of a sudden I was like, "What in the world?" So the area we just walked through didn't smell nothing. When we walked back out of there. Smelled like death itself had farted in my face. <laughs> <laughs> the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Hadn't taken a shower. And it, just to clarify though, it didn't smell like a dead mouse though, really. Did it smell like no, a dead no. mouse to you? Saying no, it, it, it was a d- weird smell. It was uh, weird. Because you know, dead mice have that distinct yes. smell that you mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, this was just This was weird. Yeah, this was definitely like to me, it smelled like rotted meat. Yeah. Mm. Which I've... And, and, and like we was in that bedroom, and you couldn't smell it even when you was close to the door. It was when you stepped... Uh-huh. You had to step out of that room, and then that's when you could smell it. Well, to me, that, that's what I'm saying. Lord knows what's in that house. It's been sitting empty for... Almost... Over a year? Yeah, mm-hmm. almost two okay. years. Yeah. So Lord knows what's there. But if it was there... We would have smelled it on the way in. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just saw headlights coming up the lane, and I'm like, we're talking about ghosts. I can't be seeing headlights right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, area, yeah. Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> so, we smelled that, went out of there, was like, okay, weird. Uh, today, mom was up there in that same room. They walked in, nothing. She walked out. She smelled cigar smoke. She thought it was me and John. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. me and him get down with, the, with some cigars every night. She's like, them boys must be out there lighting them up. No. Nope. Which, which I thought was funny because she's already caught on our lingo. We said, we're going to go light up a couple cigars. And mom said, I thought they didn't lit up I thought they were lighting up out there. Mom's getting all in on the But yeah, which I thought was weird. Why mm. would you smell cigars? Right. Which we hadn't. I mean, I had a pack, no. but they wouldn't even open. But afterwards, we got nervous, and we tore apart. <laughs> There's like a couple freight trains up there. <laughs> you got the choo-choo. <laughs> 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 I mean, we was making her fly. <laughs> and I, I will tell you this, though, John, because you said when we went down to the workshop on that property, because uh, Pap, he had, a, he had a building that he built for, man, he built everything in there. It was it, mainly a wood shop. Wood though. shop, yeah. Yeah, because he had... Uh, he had another building, like the air compressor and the welder and yeah. stuff like that. So that yeah. was mainly just a wood shop he had down there. Yes, it was. 
Well, we went down there, and it felt all right. We did not go in the basement of this house. We knew better than that. Mm -hmm. And we went to the woods shop, and I think it was just me feeling a little anxious because of what had just happened, because you just told me, hey, something, Mm -hmm. you know, Satan was whispering sweet nothings into my ear. (laughs) I just seen, you know, a cat that wasn't there (laughs) running around in circles. So I was already kind of hyped up, and I'm just kind of like, you know, I was ready to get out of there. I didn't smell anything when we walked into that wood shop. But when we were there for a little while, I started smelling that smell. See, I never smelled it down there. Then in hindsight, I hadn't had a shower for several days. <laughs> yeah, right. No. But no. Okay, didn't mom say? Man, um, it's getting bigger in here. We got, hey, we, yeah. got we got old Jeff over there now. <laughs> we're doing a podcast. Um, and then mom said that whenever they were downstairs, there was Seth walking around in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Well, you sir? said that. How you uh, doing? You said that. <laughs> Jeff's assaulting our guests. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Uh, is that what they Hey, I got a daddy joke for you. What you okay. got? Yeah, you Hit know us. why a duck has feathers? Why? To cover up his duck quack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That man survived survived COVID. That's his calling. He's a dad joke. He's a dad joke. He's calling to be Zen master of dad jokes. Oh my goodness! What were you saying, Miss? Before Byron got assaulted over here? I know. I mean, assaulted. What's going on? Um, Byron really? He really thought his mama might have been right. Should be hanging out with all the white people. Should be on that podcast. You're gonna get beat up now, like. You're in the wrong part of town, West Virginia. Dude, my stomach's starting to die. Mark gets back. Listen, Mama, he was right. He was right, Mama. Little white bearded man beat me up down there. And all the boys just start laughing at me recording. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) jeez. What were you saying, miss? Well, mom just said that whenever, I guess there were some people downstairs in the basement, in the kitchen, there was stuff walking around. That was today, right? Yeah, that that was today. today. Because Phil wouldn't set foot in the house. No, I didn't until later. Roger was like, hey, come in here and get a picture of this for me. I'm like, great. Uh, He was wanting a picture of some cabinets or something like that. So I walked in to take that for him. But before that, no, I hadn't set foot in there because I was like... There was four of us downstairs looking through some stuff. Well, and I wanted Roger to meet Anderson, you know, but I was right. like, but we were just meeting him up there. And I told Miss yesterday, I was like, uh, I've read stories in the Bible and every horror movie ever made shows that <laughs> demons like little kids and I ain't playing them games. Mm-hmm. I ain't, yeah, taking, I ain't taking him up there. He's fresh out of the cabbage patch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we didn't. Ain't even a week old yet. Right. And. So we uh, we went up there. So you were you went inside the house. You went downstairs, right? And everybody mm-hmm. was downstairs. Yeah, yeah. There's four of us down there, and uh, we was in like we went down the stairs. We was in that room straight across. You know, like you got the music room here. Yeah, that middle and, room. Yeah, it was in the middle yeah. room. That like music room was like below the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And you know how that kitchen floor is always squeaked. It's always had a squeak in that kitchen floor. Mm-hmm. And I was hearing that squeaking, and it was it w- wasn't just one; it was multiple. Like, Sound like step. footsteps. Yeah. Ooh. Were you the only one that heard it? Yeah, 
Yeah, I was the only one to heard it. Everybody else was what? I was kind of standing right in the doorway of that second room. Uh huh. God, and what were you drinking before <laughs> you went in? There? I don't know. But you want to swig up? Juice. <laughs> Nothing before, but you tore it up afterwards. <laughs> He's like, <"That> ain't right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was the only one that heard that. Mm. But see, like, we go down to that wood shop, and I'm fine down there. Yeah, I've never get, had any bad experiences I in the wood shop. I never get a weird feeling down there at the nope. wood shop. Never did. It's only at that house and that camper. I told you I wouldn't even... You don't it. like that old camper, I wouldn't you? go near that old camper. Heck no. Mm. Why? old man with a banjo sitting in there. <laughs> Ew, it's scary. If he whistles Dixie at you as you walk past. Uh-huh. Didn't, didn't Grandpa Pap hear voices? I don't think Pap did, but great-grandpa did. That's what I mean, Grandpa. Well, he heard... Uh, great-grandpa, yeah. I don't think he heard voices. He heard tapping on the wall. Uh, yeah, it would go all the way down the side at of the his house. house, which is yep. separate from the main house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was basically like a cottage. It's just a living room. Yeah, about... Very small kitchen, a bathroom, What, 60 a yards off the main house? Something like that. I hear voices all the time. I feel right at home. (laughs) (laughs) Fire's tapping up. You got me in trouble. You see that? You see that? You see that? He's trying to Freddie Gray. <laughs> no, I have it right. Who was the guy that choked out in New York City? What the, what the, yeah, with the Juicy Lucy's. Um, Freddie Gray. <laughs> Bobby, I can't breathe. Oh no! Oh no! We're gonna get kicked off. Oh no! We're gonna get kicked off Spotify and everything. Exactly. But unlike him, I wasn't selling illegal cigarettes. Byron actually was innocent. Actually, I was innocent. Selling fentanyl. He's just trying to enjoy the podcast. Just trying to enjoy. mind my own business and getting hijacked and kidnapped and beat up. And Let's just say Missy's dad's about half the size of Byron. Right, yes. right. And if he can get Byron down, we're done. We're done. The story's over. Yeah. Yeah. That would be like Big John from the Green Mile taking down the little peewee yeah, guy. Yeah, the little dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been forever since I've seen that movie. That's that, I can't watch that movie. That's sad. It's one of them I like to watch, except for the ending. You can't watch yeah. because the ending's like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why said, did Big John? I'm not crying. Die. Yeah, he, he died in real life too. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did. He had a heart yeah. attack or something. He was a good actor. Very yeah. good. That was a one big dude, man. He was, oh, oh, he man. was huge, dude. Can you imagine? Because I, me- I remember, <laughs> you imagine even filming that scene where he has to grab uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, has to grab his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he knows we're filming this because he's about to crush me. That's why those you have one Permanently be singing false. Is that this? Is that Anderson's first time in the studio, Miss? This is. It might be Anderson's first time. It is. Hopefully, she don't try to kill me neither. She's gonna choke you out too. Anderson might try to. Super baby hair come out. <laughs> we have derailed like this from so many topics. Yeah. <laughs> I got tears from the last. It's thinking about Anderson. Get in her and I can choke her. Oh, no. 
<laughs> I don't even know where we were at. I know. Well, well, out of control. <laughs> well, you've been off the air from. What's the reason why? Obviously, do they know? Does that does uh, uh, that's a good point? We haven't really addressed it. Well, do you want to, or are we going to save that? Miss for had a, a very very bad medical condition. I did. I had yeah, a parasite that was growing parasite. inside me. Yeah, she had a parasite. She had a <laughs> couple <of> cells. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got a couple of cells. Miss. Yeah, Miss, tell, update them. Well, because we talked um, about it for a while, but we never really announced. Yeah, so uh, do you want me to get the details or just announce it? Well, whatever. I mean, we don't have to go into how many times to, you know, breathe, Let's breathe, see, breathe. I was pushing, but... um, let's see, no. <laughs> <laughs> pushing no. what? <laughs> there we go. All right, sorry. Okay. So, um, Sunday morning, 833, is I went to give birth to the little baby. Uh huh. And yeah, that's, that's the, it. It was what, the 20. 26th of June? Mm-hmm. Of June. Heck yeah. Gave birth to a beautiful little bouncing baby boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eight pounds, four ounces. Eight pounds. Phil, you did it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> he finally figured it out. <laughs> 12 years after Took me 12 years, boy. <laughs> 12 years. <laughs> that swimmer finally hit his mark. I've been practicing since a long time. Yeah, right. I'm a good little man. I remember, right. I, I remember that one guy I used to go to church with. Remember, he's working at that roofing company. And they said, when are you going to start having kids? He said, I don't know how. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good excuse. <laughs> well, you know, it was weird because we all, me and Miss got married before pretty much any of our friends. Yep. And now most of our friends have gotten married and have like three kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been married almost 12 years now, Miss, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine how many people would look at us and be like, oh, look at them. Poor people can't have kids. They can't have kids. Like, no, we're just scared. <laughs> I'm scared. No, it's I'm called, scared. Uh, your wife wants to go to school. Yeah. And your husband is half retarded. <laughs> he wasn't on Adderall yet. Yeah, he wasn't on, was on meth yet. <laughs> so yeah, you made it through. You made it all right. So now you're itching like Seneca and holding a baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm scratching. Digging Getting myself. Getting babies. <laughs> how you doing, son? <laughs> Yeah, you made it all right, and uh, so this is the first one we've recorded actually in a while because we stored up several, yeah, um, beforehand, and yeah, everything's everything's good. <laughs> it's still weird though. I look at him and I'm like, I'm not sure if you're supposed to be here or not. You know I mean? <laughs> but it's here too you late be. now. Yeah, here you be. <laughs> too late. Are we done with the with the haunted house thing? Um, Might yeah. as well be. We've moved on. I think we are. Yeah, We've done, we done passed that up. Barry, tell them, tell them, we weren't rolling when you talked about black people and ghosts. What, what did you say about black people and ghosts? <laughs> they don't mix. <laughs> they don't mix. <laughs> they don't mix. <laughs> black people and ghosts don't mix. We, we just like, you know what? This is your house. Y'all can have it. We're done. Well, that's true, though, because that's that back ends. Remember you bought that house? And that lady had her entire family that was there. Do you watch? You watch Ghost Adventures? No, I do not. What's what's on? I just want channel. It, what's is a travel channel? It's a Discovery. Is that Zach Baggins. Discovery. It's on Discovery Plus, but it actually airs on the Travel Channel, I think. And this dude, he's he's kind of he's kind of douchey a little bit. He's he's a little rough around the edges. But go ahead. And you were talking about spending all his money on his ghost trackers. <laughs> he did. So he bought he this house, did. and I guess. Um, <laughs> The person that lived there, she was a black lady, and she was talking about how she like all this stuff was going on and everything. And she said one of the rooms, she said, I hate that hallway. That right there, I hate that one room. That's a terrible one. Mm-hmm. And 
It's she was the, not messing with it at it's all. It's one of the bedrooms. Was it a bedroom? Okay. Yeah, it was a bedroom that she just like I, because she stepped in that room, and then turned around and come out. She's like, I hate that room. Yeah, she was like, I <laughs> don't. Go she in that said room. that was my bedroom and I hate it. Yeah. yeah. I just wear my clerical collar and they're all running. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Hit the button, bar. There we go. I can't. If you don't. See, you're see, look at him. Look at him. See, look at him. Look at him. So most of those ghost shows, to me, it's like it's TV. All right. So I'm right off the bat. I'm like, all right, y'all's faking this stuff. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not faking all of it, you're going to fake a little bit just to make it better. But that one you were talking about, Miss, where he bought that house mm-hmm. in Gary, Indiana. And that yeah. police officer. Remember that black uh-huh. police officer? He thought it was the most hilarious thing in the world. Dude. I he love hearing so like funny. I love hearing like old black dudes describe things. I think they make mm-hmm. it it's, it's entertaining. They do the best job of it. I think they should. Just, I think it should be a requirement. Like the press secretary okay. Dwight House should be All like right. a sixty year old black dude. So just let him be like seventy. Seventy. That guy's led. He went. This is he from left Miranda. That house. This cries from Miranda. Mike? Look at him. Mike. Go ahead. There he is. You say something. Bring us in, son. Go ahead. Take us out to commercial break. He's got a deep voice like Jim Plank. <laughs> <laughs> but remember that, that black cop? He said he left. He went to a gas station. He said his his uh radio, like you're just your normal, you know, uh radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't like his police radio. But he said it just went to static. Yeah. And then the way that he talked, he said, a voice came there and said, Who in there? Who said that? It was great. It was great. Who in there? It was great. Yeah. I, but that one there, that one did seem real because he had so many, he did like a special on it. And so he did like, what, an hour or so? Well, he actually put out two episodes of it. <clears throat> yeah, it's each like, episode was a couple hours long, right? It was it was very long, yeah. So it was just sitting around this one in Indiana, and I remember mm-hmm. when it when that whole thing was happening in Gary, that they it was hitting like Fox News because there was supposedly the the CPS worker and stuff was saying that the kid had walked backwards up the wall, and this was like the the CPS workers it wasn't some you know crackhead on the street. And oh, we're getting Jeff mic'd up now. It's about to get Baron, Baron, you get ready on that button. We're gonna need that button smashed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Talking about this spook stuff. You know what? We're gonna be like Elvis Presley. We're all gonna be shook up. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> There's already one. There's one. <laughs> but anyway, so he had he had all these he had interviews with the actual people there. Like he interviewed the CPS lady, and it it didn't look fake to me. You know. No, uh, no. His other ones, you know, they they make it, they uh, really ham it up. Yeah. You know, they'll hear a knock with them. <gasps> oh, did you hear that? But like that that one, it was. That's it, what most ghost shows are. Mm-hmm. Just like, did you hear that? And then they go to commercial. Yeah, go to commercial. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I do think that that one the the documentary is called Demon House, and uh, what do we see on Discovery Plus? Something like that. I think it's what it's on. Yeah, I think it streams on there. Byron, you feel like going into this? Uh, I ask you a couple questions real quick. What's up? No, we've been going about an hour. So you just tell me when to hit oh, that button. Oh no, we have. I got all day. We all got all day. All, all right. kinds of stuff. Again. I like it when we get a guest that don't care about the time. I don't care about the time now. You messaged me a while back and you said we need to talk about abortion. Hey, we can talk about it. Let's Wait, talk about. Let's it. talk about what? Oh, man, that's a politically charged. 
it is. Just give us your generalized yeah. feelings. Why do you on? care about it? And why should anybody well, else care about a, it? Here's the deal. Like, you'd be surprised. Surprised. Most of my family are pro-choice. At one point in time, I was pro-choice. Really? My ex-wife was my well, still my ex-wife still is pro-choice. And once you realize like get the information of what's going on, mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, wow. And also when you read scripture in the Bible, mm-hmm. it says, you know, God doesn't like the hands that shed innocent shed blood. Innocent blood. Right. And that's innocent blood. I mean it's not a clump of cells. It's literally, you know, once once that sperm hits that egg. Right. It's there. It's there. So what brought you from pro choice to pro life? How'd you well, make that jump? Bible. Just started Start reading the Bible and okay. start, you know, uh, taking my Christianity more seriously. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's a baby, and there's it's not like women are having random babies just out of nowhere. You know where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. The man has to do something. Yeah, you know, the man what it has takes to have sex. It. Right, right. So if you don't want to have a baby. Don't have sex. As a matter of fact, you're not supposed to have a sex anyway unless you're married. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're following. And Christians Bible, right. know that. But right. Chris, sometimes Christians don't follow that. So don't have sex until you're married. And if you don't want to have kids, somebody get their tubes tied, somebody get their get a vasectomy. Mm-hmm. There's ways on not getting pregnant. Yeah. Or but, go to the- But people don't want to do it. It's responsibility. Accountability consequences. Well, and without sounding without sounding too vulgar, I mean, like I said, me and Miss have been married for twelve years. We had a first kid. You think it was hands off the entire time? Heck no. Yeah. You, there's certain things you do. Yeah, you go down and get you a box of prophylactics. You yeah. know what I mean? You can go to the health department and get a box of them for free if you yeah. so desire. It's so there are many ways to prevent pregnancy. Right. Without using abortion. Because I, I do right. feel like that that's what it is. And as they just, just want to, you know, have it unprotected. Uh-huh. And then, you know, it's like, oh, well, I'm pregnant. I'm going, you know, go down to the abortion clinic and, and uh, have my birth control. And, and, you know, and I, and that's because if it's a, uh, if it's a medical thing, you know, it's like, you know, hey, it's basically one or both of you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There are reasons that it, it has to be done. Yeah, I, okay. I can I can understand. I that. understand that. That's fine. That's a fairly rare occasion, though, right? Right. Yeah. It is. But still, yeah, yeah, I understand it. Yeah, out of the however many, you know, hundreds of thousands of pregnancies and stuff we have like every year. Right. You know, it's it's it is a rare thing. But uh, that's just the way I feel about it. You know, they it's it's used as a um, as a birth control thing. And as men, we need to do a better job. Like, we shouldn't be having sex. Let's remarry it anyway. Uh-huh. We need to talk about this before we, matter of fact, before we even get married. First of all, as a man, do you want to have kids? Yes or no? If yes, fine. You know what to do. Do it. If you don't want to have kids, then you need to take the necessary steps to prevent you from having kids while being married and still having sex. Right. That's fine. But as a man... As men, we need to do better. That's the problem. We are letting these women. We're scared to say anything because you know we're men, so we should. They think that we shouldn't have a say 
what they should do with their bodies. Yeah, they they take the approach that uh, well, if you're if you're not a woman, you can't have an opinion on it. Yeah, but no, I do have, especially right if I the one that did it and that's your babe they're trying to kill. Sure. No, there's some that at their abortion clinics that the men will drive and demand that you need to, and sometimes the women don't want to, but that man will make them. And there's people out there, there's street preachers that'll be in the abortion clinic and tell them, don't kill your, you know, you don't have to kill a baby. Please don't kill your baby. And the man that took the woman to the abortion clinic will get in the street preacher's face and try to fight them with stuff because they don't want... Gee whiz. Huh? I said, gee whiz, that's... Yeah. <clears throat> Cause I follow, I follow a couple of street preachers, and they go to abortion clinics and stuff, and they, they go and rebuke these people, and they, they, you know, we get these men that want to drive their uh, mistress or whatever to the abortion clinic and kill a baby. Mm-hmm. I get the street preacher thing, and and I, I think highly of them for doing that because that's mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Yeah, but sure. I feel like the people going there are so set in their ways mm-hmm. that they're going to look at a street preacher as just like, he's just some maniac. Mm-hmm. It's my mm-hmm. body, my choice. This is somebody yeah. trying to tell me what I can and can't do with my body. And they are setting their ways. It's, it sure does seem like it. You know, they, they, they are. So with, like I said, with them, with the men, even in the beginning in Genesis, when Eve was deceived by the serpent, when God came, he didn't call on Eve. He said, Adam, where are you? Oh, that's a good point. Where are you? Yeah. And then, of course. They both Eve, messed up, but he was calling for. He called for Adam. Yeah. He Why? didn't say Eve, where he said, Adam, where are you? Yep. In that event, then, with that in mind, brother, uh, and I've given that consideration. Why did he call on him? And Unless, of course, he was faulty in his own responsibility by not keeping a handle on his own or on his home. Uh, Eve was deceived. Adam was not. He went into that thing with his eyes wide open. But wasn't he deceived by Eve after the fact? He took, yeah. he took it. Eve was right there. She, she wanted to be more like... This is a thought. He, she was... She, Wanted to be more spiritual in the effort to be like God. That's commendable, in my opinion. Granted, she fell from grace when God said, "Don't even touch the thing. Don't you're forbidden." But then she was credulous in her nature, where it basically means her curiosity got the better of her, and she took the hook, line, and sinker when uh-huh. the devil said, "You." You'll not die. You'll be as God. Oh. Yeah. And my thought is, I don't know, to be like God? I think that's one thought where women, or I think in my opinion, are maybe cut from a little higher, at a higher level to be more spiritual than more than men. Amen. In the, yeah, my <laughs> wife said amen. <laughs> and I think if it weren't for a lot of women today in churches, a lot of them would be closed down, but... For her to want to be more like God without really knowing the consequences of her disobedience is commendable in the effort that, wow, I could be more like God. And I want to be more I want to be more spiritual. But she forgot the main ingredient as far as thus saith the Lord, 
don't do this. The sin, you know, committing the sin of, of commission. Where Adam realized what his wife had done, and I think he, for whatever reason, he just followed the suit, agreed with his wife, and became as disobedient as Eve, but I think that she he walked into it with his eyes wide open. And that's why I think because Adam was the head of the home, he should have put more restraint on his wife, maybe should have protected her at that place. And he must have been in the vicinity because right after she had taken, he was invited to indulge. Yeah, I would love to see that. I would love to see the scene about like, where was he at when all this happened? Yeah. Because it doesn't really explain it. That's a good point. Like, was he like a hundred yards away? How far was he? You know, was he like right there? We don't know. How soon after did she eat that he ate? I believe it's the right closely following. Mm-hmm. That's what I always, I've always thought, but, you know, I, I don't really know for sure, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, uh, would Jeff, bring us back. And by the way, you're making your first appearance since you were down with COVID. So Jeff's still among the living. Is, <laughs> what's the last time was, what, well, October? If he ain't, I'm getting off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, maybe, That's the truth. maybe Jeff was the ghost was messed with you. It could have been. <laughs> Last time you were on here was what? Was it October, John? Because you were on, I believe. I believe it was during remember. 9-11. Yeah, yeah, we did the 9-11 tribute. Yeah, so mm-hmm. and I've, I've been telling, try, trying to tell him for a long time. Our biggest episode ever, it, to, the, to the point it continues to grow, I have no idea why, because he's sitting here healthy now and has been for months, but our biggest episode ever was us updating people on your condition when you were in for COVID. I mean, it's like it blows away every other episode we've ever done. But from your from your perspective, so we're talking about abortion, because there are Christians, supposed Christians, that are pro-choice. How, how do you push back against that and do it effectively? Because they're going to say, like, you know, I guess the, the actual, the big debate with this thing is when does life begin? I think liberals... Or leftists, they have more faith than even I do because they, not to be crude, but they somehow think that the vagina is some kind of magic thing that as soon as you pass through that, all of a sudden you have life, which to me is baloney. There's signs of life. Jeff went with Miss to um, ultrasound appointments. I went, it's like, you. oh, that thing's alive. He's been alive for a while. But Dad, I'm just curious, like, how do you push back? What's your thoughts on that? You know, it's pretty hard to, you know, to keep from uh, being strongly uh, I don't know, inviting on both sins. You can't have it both ways. I I think, you know, I'd given given it some thought. Can you actually be a Christian and then invite that idea of my body, God-given, he's given me freedom to do as I choose, but I, I don't know, I would have to question if it's even my place to do so, their depth in their Christianity and their faith in Christ. And how can you escape the fact of growing in grace and, and water down the idea, as Brother Byron mentioned, about the shedding of innocent blood or, mm-hmm. or even the taking of, a, of another person's life? I don't know how they can say I am a born-again believer, but I still am free 
choice, pro-choice. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. Unless they're not reading their scriptures or if they're just totally oblivious to interpretation as to God's opinion about the matter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw an argument out as if I'm on the pro-choice side. Yeah, give us, a, give us the old devil's so, advocate there. Okay. <laughs> Since you was hanging out with the devil yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, speaking as a female, it's pro-choice. You're a female, it's pro-choice. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Who is, a, is he a Christian? Or can he be a Christian or just whatever? No, I just... The devil's just, advocate. Uh, okay, yeah. the devil's advocate. Just okay. Okay. So, you're saying that I shouldn't be able to have an abortion. Right. Okay. What if I've been raped Okay. and I get pregnant? Mm-hmm. Then every day when I see that child, I'm going to be reminded of that. Why shouldn't I be able to get an abortion? I see Byron... Uh, uh, steam rolling out of his ear, Byron. You well, no, it's just I've heard I've heard that argument. Okay, rape and incest was just less than one percent. Right. They always use that, and we've wrapped this whole world ab- about the minority, the three percent. You know, three percent of the gays run the world, and the one per- they always use the argument of one percent, less than one percent of the rape and incest. With that, all I can say is, I know of two people that has been raped, that have had their kids, that have had their babies. And I not once have, they've told me that when they look at that child, they see the person that raped them. They say, they don't say, they don't say that. They don't say that. They don't say that. Hmm. Uh, And the way I personally feel about it is people that are not fertile, that can't have their own kids. But just like uh, these people we went to church with up at Fort Ashby, oh, yeah. Yeah, good they people. paid around $40,000 total to adopt a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, there are people that will take that kid. You know, watching Anderson go through his whole process and, and come into the world has really solidified my opinion on abortion because you always hear about the rape and incest. In fact, there's a lot of people that call themselves pro life that are even Republicans. They will say that they want an exception made for a life of the mother and rape or incest, that you should be able to abort in those cases. And to me, it's a terrible thing if it happens, and it does happen. So just like in, with, with my wife, if something happened to her, if she was raped, that is no more Anderson's fault than if she got a speeding ticket while she was pregnant. He had Anderson had nothing to do with that. That's very true. And that, that's the way I look at it. If you if you mm. were raped, it's horrendous. It's awful. I hope they get him down, and you know, go snippy snippy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but well, first of all, before you, I'll let you I'll let you finish. But with that, with the whole rape thing, if you go by the Bible, guess what? If you rape somebody, you're supposed to die. And that's another thing that we can do that. We can do that subject for another time. I'm just saying, um, Byron flinging open cans of worms. <laughs> well, I, I'm just saying. I, I follow a guy named Gabriel. Gabriel Hughes is a pastor, and he got yeah. kicked off of Twitter for this. He said, "What does abortion, adultery, bestiality, child sacrifice, homicide, homosexuality, idolatry, incest, and witchcraft have in common?" The answer: They all deserve the death penalty. Whew. When the woman at the was caught in adultery, yeah, they were going to literally take her life by 
Yeah. Yes, throwing sir. stones. You don't hear, though, where the man was at because exactly. he should have yep. also been exactly. included in that same. Mm-hmm. They that were correct. trying to trap him. Yep, that's correct. Mm-hmm. But that's, like I said, that's the subject. If you want to do, we can do that another time. I just want to, I just wanted to get out there. The problem is we're not, with, with like the, um, the pedophilia, mm-hmm. we're just, all we're doing is putting a tag on a sex offender. Mm-hmm. I agree. Which anywhere else, any other country, any other time, in a place, he'd have been dead. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, the New Testament's a different time to live in, but I yeah. do think it's that these are serious offenses, mm-hmm. especially when we're talking about the abortion thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, I have a hard time looking at that as anything other than killing a little baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and I look at people, and this is, these are just the thoughts I have. And I know that a lot of times people say, and I would agree, good Lord. That the whole convoy just went back? Mm-hmm. I would agree that going out to a protest and yelling baby killer at somebody is not going to do anything to help. It's no. not going to change nobody's mind. But at the same time, I have a hard time looking at them as anything other than a baby killer mm-hmm. or somebody advocating. Because I look at, and a lot of people probably get mad at this because for some reason you compare anything to Nazi Germany mm-hmm. and all of a sudden people get mad. But to me, the abortion that's went on in the U.S. is far greater than anything Hitler tried to do. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. When you compare the numbers, and I, I just, so when I see people like doing their whole, you know, they're out there screaming in the streets, I'm like, that's an evil individual. Yes. That is an evil person. It is. And even though I don't, I wouldn't necessarily go up to them to try to change their mind and be like, hey, you're, you're an evil sack. But, but I have a hard time looking at them as anything other than that. What, they're, what they're, I think most, what the street preachers are doing is rebuking, and you know, usually rebuking somebody that has their mind set already, mm-hmm. it usually doesn't work, but it's their job. It's the um, Ezekiel 33. You warn them of their evil ways. If you don't warn them, then the blood's on your hand if they, if they die. Yeah. That's good so point. they're just, what they're doing is they're doing their job. Yeah. They're probably not going to, when they street preach, if they get, if they street preaches, if they street preach for a year and get two people converted, that's their job. That's a good point. Yeah, very but good. But you're not. But you're not going to. More than likely, you're not going to turn them in the right direction. But you're just warning them. No. Yeah. yeah. Crew messenger. So, <clears throat> got you. Got you breathing deep. <laughs> you got me breathing deep, man. So just looking back, t- 2019. Okay. There were 629,898 abortions in the U.S. And mm-hmm. see, I. I what what used to bother me too is that it's hard to get anybody excited about that number. I remember sometimes you just mention that like in a church gathering or something, people just be like, "Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like, do you understand how many kids that is?" Mm-hmm. It's like we're so desensitized to it, you know. And I just, but I have a hard time when I'm sitting. Obviously, I'm not going to treat these people like that, but I have a hard time when I look at Chuck Schumer, and I'm not even a Republican, but when I look at Chuck Schumer. I just see an, an evil individual. You know, when he was up there threatening those Supreme Court justices that mm-hmm. time, you know, because you know, that, we want to kill our kids. That's what demons do. I you think sh- you're you right. S- you should have saw when they overturned. You should have come on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Felipe Sharks, at Felipe Sharks. I got to ask you about that name, too. That was, that, that was, where'd you get that name from? Okay, uh, long story. There is a, because y'all, y'all don't watch sports. I watch sports, so you don't have to. 
there was a guy in the 90s from New York Giants named Felipe Sparks with a P, Felipe Sparks. And George Sparks, the singer, that's, that's, um, that's his daughter. Uh, so I named myself Felipe Sharks. Felipe, well, for, I was, first of all, I was arguing with somebody on Twitter. Of course. Why? Of course. Of course. <laughs> I got no better dude. <laughs> she had the nerve to call me Felipe. And I'm like, do I look like a do I look Mexican to you? <laughs> and it's like, look at the size of these lips. These lips are huge. These ain't no Mexican lips. Ain't no Mexican got these big lips. So I'm thinking, Felipe. And she spelled it with an F. I'm like, Felipe Sharks. So that's what that for Fred. On all my socials is at Felipe Sharks. I like Felipe it. Felipe underscore Sharks. But anyway, yeah. I mean, you saw on Twitter, like, the is it was, like, straight vile. Yeah. Like, people on the AOC and Elizabeth Warren and just screaming and veins bulging uh -huh. and eyes popping out. Uh -huh. They were upset. It's one of those things. I am so open to listen to the other side on so many things. And I'll even listen to it on that one. But it's like, you will not change my mind. To me, that is very simple. No, you can't. And I'm not going to debate. There's things I don't debate. I don't debate the Bible. Yeah. I don't debate. And I don't debate. I'm on that. I'm on the side. I'm on. Yeah, I'm, I'm on there. Pro -life. I'm stuck there. Mm -hmm. It's moral issue. It's black and white to me. It's yeah. simple as can be. Ain't no gray area. Yeah. So you know, and that. But the problem, like I said, the problem is with these men. With us, we're not allowed to talk about it. But you know, whoever's listening on here, get over it. You got three men, four men. Four men. Yeah. We don't talk about this, so get over it. We are not doing our jobs by not talking about it. We need to talk about this. And that's the problem with this with this America now. It's been emasculated. I'm yes, not gonna talk has. about I'm not gonna talk about the guys wearing dresses. Uh-huh. Especially black men. You see these people, you see these black people and black men in dresses, and people just think it's like you know, like it's nothing. You mean Ma Medina wears dresses? No, I'm talking about basketball players. Oh, oh I thought, you know, Medina. The yeah, look up. Medina, the Tyler Perry movie? Yeah. yeah. But, oh, yeah. Okay. but yeah, it's like, but be, to oh, be wow. honest, you guys can't pick out a black woman that's 6'5", and you can't dress her up as an older woman? And I'll be honest. Good point. I, tell, I do feel weird when I watch those movies, because I'm like... But look up, <laughs> look up, just look up, Google Russell Westbrook in a dress. Google Lil Nas X in a dress. Google black men in a dress. I mean. It's weird, man. Me, me and John was just talking about this the other night. And we've, we've hit on so many topics on this. We could make like three, three episodes oh, out of yeah. this. Mm -hmm. But we were just talking about this, how masculinity is going. Because me and John have been getting into cigars a lot lately. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've been into them for a while, but we really tore into them lately. Yeah, we're really taking it seriously. And just. We were sitting last night around the fire and talking about just how much like masculinity is gone, even mm -hmm. to the point of sitting and smoking a cigar. Like mm -hmm. men don't do that. They don't. They don't do masculine things. They don't dress masculine. They don't take any uh, pride. And I mean, when I say pride, I don't mean like the bad pride, but just kind of like you know, self-respect. Mm -hmm. um, they don't speak out on issues. They don't speak their mind. They don't. Mm -hmm. It's like where is because this going? Because they they're scared. Yeah, like they, women start. Mountain and men are just supposed to cower. You and know, men are what supposed mean? to get scared. Yeah, guys, we've been running for about an hour and a half. <laughs> we've covered everything from ghost stories to abortion to abortion, and we hit something manliness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we've covered it all. Uh, I imagine we probably should go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah. This has been 
But there's like there's so much that we can like talk about. Like, oh, I know. With church discipline, I don't think y'all talked about that yet. Even with, because I know you talk a lot about the holiness movement, right? And we'll you know, do. I durst, I'm beyond. I don't listen because it's like I don't like stories about abuse. I think I completely and agree. I just, there's a lot of there's I people get, like that. Yes. I get upset, and there's nothing, sure. you know. And I can't, I can't get mad before I go to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just thinking about this stuff. It's like, you know. Right. So anytime I hear well, anything honestly, about holiness, I just I I get upset. Honestly, we've tried to back off of it a little bit. But for everybody, that very but, thing. But no, I'm glad you guys are talking about. I mean, that's you need to because with churches, they abuse the power. A lot of them do. God yes, gives do. you. God gives the Christian power, money, and sex. Those are good. Power, money, and sex are good. Sure. But without that heart change, you'll get the church we have now. That's going to be the name of my memoirs: Power, Money, and Sex. <laughs> <laughs> the Phil Spark story. <laughs> but we could talk. We could talk about so much. But we might as well end it because we'll be here for another we, ninety minutes. We would. We'd be here for another ninety minutes. You better not go around the table and ask if we have anything because everybody's going to have a lot more to say. Oh, I know. <laughs> exactly. I, I picked a terrible time to cut it off, but I figured. <laughs> Byron, it's been great to have you in the studio. Oh, man. most definitely. It's I, the first time. This is awesome. Yeah, every every because you know I come every Fourth of July. That you do, and I'll be here. We just make this a this just be a, a ritual of ours every Fourth yeah. of July. You're going to be on. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just talk about random stuff. Yep. You know who this is, and you know who this is. <laughs> at Felipe Sharks on all my socials. Yep. At Felipe underscore Sharks. Felipe with an F. Felipe Sharks on all the socials. <laughs> Jeff, it's been great to have you back, sir. I've had. Yeah. There was a lot of people asked about you when you were down. You were almost down for the count there, but you. Uh, Good Lord and, saw fit to bring you back. And he put me in a chokehold, so he's he obviously put, okay. <laughs> he's fine. He did put Byron in a chokehold. He's fine. <laughs> oh, COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. He was having that COVID stronger than ever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been great to Take have you. Taking down a man twice his size. <laughs> and Byron down here to floor the studio wall or around. <laughs> Byron, Byron comes to West Virginia. The only black man that's ever been on the show just immediately gets assaulted. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till you hear from the NAACP. (laughs) And my brother, John Sparks, this is the first one you've been on for a while, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I caught him. I didn't know. He walked in here. He was like, how y'all doing? I was like, how about y'all pull that mic up there and just sit down? (laughs) (laughs) And Mariah, Ken, we miss you. We do. We miss you guys. Actually, the phone rang there. The people, I'll have it out in post, but the phone did ring in the middle of the show. Was that them? That was Kanan calling me. He was, I don't know, he's looking for something. Something about Dave Ramsey. Uh, he's picked a fight with Dave Ramsey lately on the podcast. Did he really? <laughs> he did. What? Well, uh, I'm not going like, to. You don't like Dave Ramsey? I'm going to play the, uh, I'm going to double team him because I was sitting there during this last one. I was like, yeah, okay, good point, good point. And now I'm going to join Byron's side. On this. <laughs> you don't like Dave Ramsey? <laughs> he's, uh, he likes Dave, but I don't, I don't, he's got some. Things about him he don't like, like which what? to me, I just kind of sit back. He's not a fan of, oh, man. i tell you what we need to do. Yeah. F- to make sure that you I want to hold the record, to yeah. I need to bring you on yeah. and him, and me and John will hold a mic, and you guys fist fight about Dave Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Dude, I'll, you, seriously, I'll bring you on. And you can argue with, about. With, with Dave Ramsey. You're in on it, right? Uh, I am. I'm on, the, I'm on the plan. Yeah. When I was 12 years old, my brother, who is 14 years older than me, Beat 
me over the head about some Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. You need to listen to Dave Ramsey. Uh-huh. 10, 10, 80. 10, 10, 80. <laughs> Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. Beat me over the head. Yep. And then it's just like, I meet Julie, and guess what she has? The Dave Ramsey. book of Dave Ramsey. Yep. And I'm thinking. The book of Dave. I'm thinking, okay. And then I do it, and it's just like, well, I'm still on baby step number two because sure. I have a lot of debt. Yeah. And sometimes you'll yeah, be too. on baby step number two for years. But if. You, if I'd have thought about that, and I would discipline on Dave Ramsey back when I was twelve, and save, and save money. He said you could spend it, but just don't use credit cards. Yeah, you don't have to use credit cards. Well, what we need to do, seriously, yeah. we, I've been wanting to have a good argument on this podcast. <laughs> 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 I bring Julie too, because Julie's a Julie's a disciple of, of Dave Ramsey. That's right, she is. She, she posts is. about it there, about uh, paying off the student loans, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So I, I didn't know he didn't like that. And a lot of people fight with Dave. It's they just do. like, this is, I mean, this ain't no, you know, get rich quick scheme like on that Family Guy TV show with that Chinese guy with those ladies. Right. You know, I better. <laughs> I better. I better. I better to you. You want to see, you like my cars? You like my women? Call now. <laughs> I gotta say, that's the first time I've ever heard a black man impersonate an Asian man. <laughs> it was pretty good, though, man. I liked it. Yeah, let's bring let's bring Kato and, yeah, and, and you guys just you guys just have it out. I'll sit over there and just whoever's winning, I'll be like, I, I agree. yeah, good point, yeah, I agree. very good point. <laughs> I agree. I can ride a fence like nobody's business. <laughs> what was that from the office? <laughs> Dwight said the key is to stretch out on it and put the post in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so that you don't fall off either side. Yeah, but we should. We should talk about that because it's like, yeah. I don't have a problem with him. I mean, if my, the stuff that he, I mean, the plan that overall is working. Yeah, Kanan, you simpleton. Yeah. He wants I to always thought you was dumb. Probably thing he wants to buy that truck. He probably wants to buy another truck, don't he? He's going to buy him another truck. Yeah. Stick it, Kanan. <laughs>